are you looking to start a podcast like this? Anchor makes it super easy to get started with recording and automatically distributing your podcast to the most popular platforms all for free. You can create podcasts from your phone, computers, or bring in pre-recorded episodes and overlay them with free background tracks. Make money easily with no minimum listenership requirement. It is the podcast platform for all. Download the free app today from your app stores or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to This Dev Life, the podcast for developers where we talk about the daily life of developers, challenges we face, and how we overcome these challenges every single day. Join me and let's have fun together. Hello, Matthew. Hi. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm fine. Yeah. How are you doing too? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Um, how, how is this is interesting you? <laughs> it's, it's, it's been... I really don't have a way of explaining how the feeling is, but we are surviving. I think that's most important. We are surviving. It's good to survive. Really good to survive. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. So, dear listeners, welcome to another episode of This Dev Life. I remain yours, Dara Oladapo. With me on the show today, I have Matthew Idowu Damilola. About seven episodes ago, we had Matthew Odedo in talk about software engineer life hacks, which was awesome. And last week, we had Adam Dukayam join us and talk about our day as a developer. And today, we have with us Matthew Idowu, who I've known since 2010. I remember those times we used to go to the Federal High Court in Akure uh, for under ah, level oh registration. <laughs> It was it was quite fun and excited. So I've known him for well ten years now. It's been long, man. Yeah, it's it Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done projects together. He's, he's a he's a cool guy. You really need to check him out if you need to get your ass together as a developer. So yeah, I decided to bring him on the show today to talk about his life as a developer. And thanks to God, he actually agreed to join us. Even that's after some coercion, but yeah, we'll get to that part. I like to tease him, so <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, so we got Matthew on the show. I will leave him now to introduce himself. Oh, okay. Thanks for bringing me on the show. Uh, it is a pleasure, anyway. So my name is, uh, as you have rightly said, Matthew Ido Damilola, uh, also known as Matt Mape. I think every of my social handles. You can find it as MatMapay anywhere. Right. Any social media, this thing that you have out there, it's MatMapay I use. So, um, basically, give me just a few uh, notes about my background. Uh, I'm a Nigerian, Nigerian by birth. Uh, Canadian I, I by was born blood. in Ugo State. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nigerian by birth, but I don't want to mention the other country. All right. <laughs> so that some people will not uh, sell me out of this country. All right, so um, basically, uh, I'm a software engineer by profession. I think by so I, I, I studied computer science from the prestigious Federal University of Technology. Thank Accra, you, thank you, States. thank you, thank you. Great, yeah, <laughs> great, great. So, uh, 
as we have it, uh, computer science in our school took us five years. I think that's not that's the standard of a technology school. Mm-hmm. So, during the five years, sometimes we just, uh, I think, it got to a point, started asking ourselves, like, what is the point of spending five years on this course? Like, we have some other, some of our colleagues that did the same four years in other schools, and then mm-hmm. we see the way, we see what they've done. But the kind of push that we, we had. So, in my in my department, out of the over 130 students, uh, I think uh, people that had the passion in programming, should not be more than 10 if i if i'm right i think that are, are two agree with me i think so i can so very few, much agree with very, you very few of us that yeah very few of us that really want to venture into programming so uh so how did i come about programming so before i when i chose the course i never thought programming was a thing at all it was never my like i never imagined me being into programming so i think when i was in under level or uh, someone that was in like an higher department, sorry, higher level, introduced me to C-sharp. I was like, C-sharp. Then we started doing uh, normal Q-Basic. Q-Basic is like an introduction, <laughs> introductory class. Yeah, Q-Basic. So it was never, it was not a thing to me then, but when this man, when this uh, man introduced C-sharp to me, I took it up, I started reading a lot. Like I started reading it, I started getting more into C-sharp. So I started getting into it. Like I remember we, uh, the fashion that we had then, started using it to develop Windows-based applications and the likes. Although and none of them ever went to uh, production. Say, production. None, none of it ever went to production. But before we uh, got out of the of university, I think around uh, 300 level or 400 level. So we developed uh, a yearbook, mm-hmm. a yearbook for some some of our, again, I think somebody from uh, my the fellowship I attended then approached us. So he asked us to develop a yearbook for for, for his own level mate. Mm. Yeah, for the fellowship kind of. So we, we did that. So we were able to get some data and a lot of things. And we developed a Windows-based application to them. We were able, we were able to package it so that they can install it on their own systems. And it was really nice. They really appreciated it. So all those kind of things it gave us our push until five level when we went for IT. During my IT days, I I wasn't really doing much. Although I was attached to a software development team at a company in Lagos then, but it wasn't really much. But uh, they didn't know I actually do C-sharp very well mm. until the head of the department called me one day. Like, was tired, he started asking me what I do. I told him I, I can program in C-sharp, can do SPNet. Then was was so surprised that that really. So now he gave me a task, give me a simple task. The way I did it, I did it more than what he expected. So when I went to show him, it was really flat lab, like really that I didn't know I was really good. Yeah, that that good, yeah. But I told him I've been there. So I just like I was just uh, being I was just being humble. Although I've been working with the other developers. So he, he he actually I think he forgot to assign me a task until I finished the IT then. So I went back, went back to school. We did our uh, our IT defense, we finished the whole thing. Then as I was about leaving uh, after the whole exam, after we finished our project defense and likes, I was leaving school. I, I got a, comp, a, a call from a company in Lagos. I think that that call was created by the then uh, dean of students uh, in person of Professor Alishe. Yeah. So I remember him. Yeah, I remember him coming to the class to one of those uh, courses then. Yeah, those seven a.m. So, classes. Uh, comp- <laughs> yeah, those seven a.m. classes has been so serious there. So he talked about a company needing, uh, like, uh, interested in taking up or. Uh, uh, 
uh, graduates, computer science graduates, mm-hmm. to to start in the software development in the com- in the company there. So we, I, my friend, and I and two of my friends, we we got into it. We we, sum- we submitted our CV. So they called us one afternoon like that, and they interviewed us. We only did oral interview. Mm. So after that, after we left school, so I think yeah, it's not. It wasn't up to two weeks that I went to that I started working immediately. So it was so surprising to me and my some of my colleagues at, that we finished together. So we started working like we started working immediately, working in the professional environment like that. So it was kind of new to us. But from there, we started developing. I, I saw myself, I saw myself in that environment already. So. There was no, there was nothing like uh, maybe being trying anything. Like I was, I I, I was actually developing like that. Mm. Like we we met a project, a life project that that is kind of challenging. So we got ourselves into it and uh, we started going from there. Then maybe uh, as we as we have it, we start having some side projects that we can we could work on. Then from there we started developing till date. I think it's been it's, they have been developing professionally for at least five years now. Oh, wow. So for our listeners who don't know what IT means, IT means industrial training in Nigeria, and it's that six months compulsory internship that we go for. Uh, if you attend the Nigeria University, you would definitely go for IT. So that is what IT means. So Matthew has been programming professionally for about five years now, uh, and uh, yeah, I've seen his work. He has worked with me on many projects, and he's a very exciting guy to work with. If he is good, you'd be like, God, when no. <laughs> uh, so that is Matthew for you, and that is his background. Or now we got into programming. So let's talk about you today. There's some sort of noise. Da, 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 da. Okay, it's gone. Sure. So let's talk about Matthew today. Matthew from day to day. Where Matthew wakes up, what does he do before he goes to sleep? What does he do? Let's talk about what a typical day looks like for Matthew. You do. All right. Also, uh, what my typical day looks like is me waking up, waking up for my day. So the first thing I pick is my phone. I try to check the time I woke up because I needed to calculate how much hours I spent uh, sleeping. Because most most of my most of the time, is either I sleep uh, around uh, two a.m., one a.m. So if I if I'm waking up by six o'clock, I needed to know how far I slept mm. is actually good because. Normally, it's good to have enough, enough sleep. It's actually it actually helps us to think well. Mm. So that's it. so I'll pick my phone first. Then uh, I think I think I have a, I have my so I have my Bible app on the phone. So it's easier for me to quickly open and read one or two or three passages. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I read the whole chapter. So at least then I mumbled some words together to pray to my God. Then if I if I I am if I if I'm not really moved to if I'm not going to work. Yeah, I'm not going to the office. I can pick up my, open my laptop, then try to just uh, make, just push it up and be seeing something. So if I if I was working before, sometimes I can resume to it immediately. Or maybe I go to brush my teeth, then come back. I, I don't really make food immediately. Then sit with my laptop, start uh, pressing some keys, then start uh, building solutions like that. Then uh, I can be there for the whole of the day. So I really don't have any. I don't have any place I want to go to unless I have some other plans. I can be there for the end of the day you know, with my code and uh, on some of my social media platforms like uh, WhatsApp and uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter, really, it's minding my business. I really don't comment on a lot of posts. I like, 
not like Trump or Sarah, but that's <laughs> my name and business, but always be up to up to date with uh, most of the and everything that is there. Mm. So I really don't do much, but what I do is mostly uh, programming. Then I also need to communicate with my team members because I, I lead the team, I lead uh, the team in my company. So I communicate with them to ask about their challenges. Do they have any blockers? Because I needed to produce, uh, provide for them uh, API endpoints. Mm. So I needed to know if there are any blockers or ask them for their own challenges like that. So that's just typically typical settings for my day. So that is Matthew's typical day. He wakes up, checks his phone to know how much time he wakes up. Even though I think as rich as he is, he should get a smartwatch to do that for him. Um, also, he opens his Bible on his phone to pray. And then he opens up his laptop, sometimes brushing his teeth or not. Works on code. Oh, no, 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 no. I brought my teeth. Those you are not. <laughs> Just kidding. So he gets his laptop, starts writing code, communicates with the team, his team, because he leads a team of developers in his company. Um, and then that's what our typical day goes like for him till he decides to go to bed at 2 a.m. again, wake up the next day, and pick up his phone as usual, then repeat that cycle. Um, so, Matt is a developer, Matt is a team lead. I know most times because I write code myself also. Um, there are bugs, there are problems that you rack your head on for days, for hours. How do you approach these bugs and how do you challenge these bugs that come along your way and your team's way? That's a very, that's a very interesting question. So, so uh, why programming? So there's possibilities that there will be bugs. It's just a must. It's not like uh, we can't do without bugs. Yes, we can. We can do without bugs, truly, bro. There are some things that why 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 writing why coding why programming or we don't know the kind of right words to to it. So maybe uh, what your opinion or what you were thinking why putting those pieces of characters together. You may not really consider some other aspects that your user may come into mm-hmm. maybe maybe using that your code yeah. you may not be able to cover that aspect although we've written tests we it's more is likely that we've written tests to cover those scenarios but there are some other ones that will miss out it could be a particular uh, uh variable or a particular uh, thing that is missing that will lead that will make that uh, code start pulling out bugs like that the bugs can come into when, when you are doing your testing or in production Many times we've seen bugs in production, so it may not be generally bugs that the programmer intended to put there, or maybe mistakenly put there. It may be some other things that you didn't factor it factor into the into the code while writing it mm, that yeah. brings about bugs. But so most times, since we have a very good community of developers, so there are a lot of tools. Google is always the, the first place to run to. So when you type your type anything you have you, you you see type it on Google you get similar similar entry similar result of what people have done to fix that bug. So uh, talking about Stack Overflow like that, so you put it on Stack Overflow or GitHub, you get you get solutions, instant solutions to it. But this is the funny part. There are some things that there are some pe- pe- uh, challenges that are peculiar to you that you may not really get similar solutions for yeah yeah you may not be able to get that bro you have in one way or the other some uh, senior developers 
some experienced developers. You know, the thing is, the, you, you have been spending, uh, let's say, five, six hours to trying to resolve a bug. But this person that is a senior developer must have spent five, ten days trying to solve that same problem. So if you, you just spent one, maybe two, three hours, four, five, four, five hours, 24 hours, you're still complaining. But just try to speak to a, a, an experienced person. This person will just give you direct answer to what you have been facing. And the way you have it, it will just resolve that issue, that bug immediately. So most of the time, if if you have gone through the whole stack overflow and you can't find answer to your solution, please speak to an experienced uh, developer. You will, you will always get a very good answer. Or maybe the way you have been architecting that particular uh, program or the code may be wrong. So when you, when you talk to another person, you, it can give you time, shine a light to another aspect that you have not been considering that really give you a very free uh, right to that thing. That's the way we solve bugs. But it's not always like that, but sometimes that's been helping us. And then uh, the way to even resolve bugs is to is to read more. So you have to, you, you just have to be up to up to date. You need to read more. Read documentations online. You read just read about the library that you have been making use of. You will get some uh, answers to why you have you having these uh, issues. So that's how I resolve bugs. Alrighty, okay. So you heard it from Matthew. That is how he approaches bugs every day. Now to the last part of the agenda that we got for today. If you want to reach out to Matthew, do how do we get you? Oh, so uh, that's very easy. So uh, let's start with Twitter. So, so my Twitter handle is Matt Mape, M-A-T-M-A-P. I think uh, Dara will provide that. M-A-T-M-A-P. Or uh, Facebook, M-A-T-M-A-P will work. Uh, Instagram, M-A-T-M-A-P. That's Matt Mape. Uh, so my my email address, if you want to reach my personal email address, is mattmape10 at gmail.com. Then uh, my Outlook, matthew.idowo at outlook.com. All right. I hope I'm not too fast. Ah, uh, that is that is adequately okay. So, thanks very much, Matthew, for coming on the show. Uh, it's really been a pleasure getting insight into your day and how it looks like. Thank you very much for agreeing to join us. We'll call on you again thanks when we have another me. episode to interview developers. Maybe I'll think of some ideas on an excuse to bring you on again. Uh, so, thanks very much for coming. I hope you have a nice. Thank you very one. much, Dara. You too. Thank you very much. Alrighty. You've been listening to This Dev Life, a podcast for developers by Darao Ladabo. Thanks for joining me on the show. I'll see you in the next episode.